Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So that's the opening scene. Santa smiling, delivering presents. Predator drone, just yeah. blood on his face, and he wakes up on the floor. Just damn you! And then cut, <laughs> just cut, f- jump forward fifteen years. Just holding everyone's Rudolph's nose. Can this? Can that thirty seconds snippet be the preview for this podcast episode? And then we go to the intro. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to lose, I'm going to cut this out. This is gold. Someone's going to steal my idea. Yeah, hundred percent. You can't have someone steal. No one. Everyone's looking for the next new thing for a great Christmas film. Quentin Tarantino, that movie thief, he's going to steal it. Joseph Stalin as Santa, kind of. Yeah, I like it. I like it. That's very. It's very dark. Welcome to Canadian politics is boring. Welcome back to another terrifying episode of Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse, and with me always is my good buddy, Reese. Say hello. Hi. And in the studio with us today is comedian Karen Sudu. Wow, that Did I was get it? terrible. Did I? No, you Karen Sudu. Karen, Karen you just upset 1.6 billion people on wow. the other side of well, the Well, I mean, that's, that's par for the course for the <laughs> yeah. show, honestly. I tried to teach him phonetically, but he couldn't get it. I yeah. What? Okay, say it again. What's all, your name? All, all Sikhs are leaving the uh, whole farming cause, <laughs> and now they're just coming after Jesse. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
just leaving three star and two star reviews. That's <laughs> no, they don't have internet. How do you pronounce, um, how do you pronounce your name, sir? Curran Sadu. Curran. Yeah. Oh, you, Karen told, you told yeah. me it was Karen. I know. I joked. I said, "Do people call you Karen?" I, I all I the time. Was a joke. I, get, I get called. I, I get called Rise all the Dude, time. Rise. I did not know that was yeah. a joke at all. Oh, I Karen. Yeah, I mean, Karen. I've been called swear Karen. To God, I thought every were... new teacher I've ever had is like Karen, and eventually I was like, "Oh yeah, it's me." Yeah. You don't want to be a Karen. Sorry. Say it one more time for me. Curran Sadu. Curran, like current, but without the T. Yeah. Curran. Yeah. Sadu, like yeah. a Sudoku. Yeah. Well, sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's how I remember stuff. Okay. Yeah. Curran Sadu. Curran, Don't do yeah. it again. <laughs> the <laughs> intro? Yeah, yeah, go do it again. <laughs> Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse. With me, as always, is Reese. And I... in the studio is... Curran Sadu. Oh my God, you got I it! Got I mean, it, you yay. stuttered at the at the start, but you got it. it That's okay. okay. There we go. I find yeah. it's good enough. That's <laughs> the level today. So Curran is a uh, local comedian, and he's actually has his own television show coming out on Bell, uh, which is amazing. And he's here to learn stuff about Canada from Reese. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Even though I was uh, born and raised here, I look like I just floated here on a, <laughs> on a wooden door yesterday. And, and even though I'm, I only moved here three years ago, I look like I was born you here. Look, you're fine. You are perfectly fine. Thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate this. No, no it's good. I'm glad awesome. to have you here. Uh, Reese, what do you have to teach us about today? I was going to ask Karen a little bit about himself. Oh, sure. sure. Yeah, so we, can, I, we can do I, some I more banter. I think the need to know why he's here and what he has to offer us. I would also like to know why I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also what you have to offer. Yeah, what I have to offer. Yeah, why are we good? Why should we listen to you? Tell us about your comedy. Um, Yeah, uh, is it funny? I'm friggin' hilarious. Uh, (laughs) I'm uh, top five, definitely, uh, Mm. in the world right now. Wow. Even though no one knows it. Um, No, I, you know, I started stand-up back in 2008 and then um, I just, I just started having kids, man. Like, uh, so I had to get out of it for Seems a while. synonymous with the stand-up business. Oh, my. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of, <laughs> but like, yeah, if your first two were mistakes. Um, and then the other two were planned. Anyways. I could uh, feel the air quotes. Yeah. You, yeah. And I've always wanted it. Like, I mean, comedy has always been what I truly wanted to do. So naturally, I started selling cars. And um, uh, that sucked. So... I got back into it. My wife uh, is like super, super supportive, and uh, she said, "Listen, you gotta, you gotta chase it because you're driving me fucking nuts, just pacing around the house doing bits all the time." Uh, and then, yeah, we just started, and then I got into filming, and uh, yeah, we, I just pitched a show to Bell, and they said yes uh, to a travel show in the middle of a pandemic. So, which is amazing. It's it's awesome. It, it's crazy. I can't believe they said yes. Now, was it just Nova Scotia? Yeah. So, so uh, it was a little safer one, than the rest of the country. Yeah. Season one is just Nova Scotia. We're actually on hiatus right now because of the whole thing. But. Right. We yeah. will share your trailer on our social media. Oh, that would be amazing. We have, we have at least 350, 350 followers. <laughs> 350? I know. We're really huge. Guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. I knew I picked a good one. I, this is good. What happens is Nike just sends us clothes. We don't have to pay for it. They just go, just wear them. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Nike. That's amazing. Send yeah. me stuff. Objective. Do I just do say my address? Do you have 350 do I, followers? Do I, I don't say, think so. Uh, do I say my uh, address in the microphone? Is that how they send that's, it? That's Social security works, number. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I haven't gotten one of those yet. So I, I thought... It's right uh, on the side of the door that you floated in. Yeah. <laughs> that is racist. <laughs> how dare you? Jesse's awful. He's going to love this episode. Oh, good. It's, it's all about the Trumpy, the Trumpiness in Canada. 
Oh, uh, so we talked yeah. about Canadians at uh, at the Trump rally, and now we're talking about Trumpy, Trumpy Canadian, the, the, the imprint of tr- of Trump in Canada. Yeah, I've got some stats in front of me. The question is, who do you trust the most between Justin Trudeau and Donald Trump to boost the economy? What percentage? If Trump, if Donald Trump was running Canada, Canada who? What percentage of Canadians prefer Justin Trudeau, and what percent of Canadians prefer Donald Trump? Can do you, you guess? have the stat there I've of how them. many people are white in Canada? That would that would help. <laughs> that would help a lot. That would help a lot. Uh, do you want me to just tell you? Or uh, you to okay, I'm going to say. You know, I'll just jump right in. I'm going to say, ooh, ah, oh, shoot. I'm going to say it's pretty split. I think uh, pretty split down the middle. Is it? Um, from what I get, from what I understand, uh, from reading recently about statistics. Uh, oh, you read? I well, I just learned. Okay. But yeah, thanks, mom. Uh, um, something around sixty to sixty-five ish percent of Canadians actually vote liberal and are liberal left leaning. But because the liberal side of Canada is divided into four or yeah. more different sections, it it's just gets many. divided. And then the right side is just one, one, one party. Right. So that's why it, it fucks people over so much. So I'm going to assume that around 30 to 35 percent would say Trump. 64 percent. Holy Trudeau. fuck. Trudeau. Oh, okay. okay. All right. oh, All right. wow. 20% Trump. All right, I'm that's that. that's still staggering. Now, what well, I'm under, I, 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 I actually didn't follow Trump during his four year rampage, but from what I have been told from people who were less emotional and more just like observant, it's like, oh, he's a monster, yes, but he actually boosted the economy like while he was there. I, I think that's bullshit, though. Is it okay? I, again, yeah, I don't know. There's more people right? unemployed. It's like record unemployment. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think it. I think it had a lot of. Obama DNA all over that. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. He kind yeah of I'm not there. saying that he splooged all over the economy. And what I'm saying is it's his fingerprints on that. I think. Right. I, don't yeah, know. Yeah. I just okay. love the guy. That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> but do you want to know the more shocking stuff? How many, how many Canadians who support the conservative party prefer Donald Trump to run the economy over Justin Trudeau? Ooh, oh, well, I know conservatives, the, I know conservatives is, fucking hate so Trudeau. Justin Trudeau, only 32% prefer Justin oh, Trudeau. Oh, yeah. 48% of conservatives would rather Donald Trump run the Canadian economy. Amazing. It's it's so funny because I, like, I'm one of those guys, I can have friends on either side of things, whether we agree on it or not. Mm. And I do have friends. I think I spoke to you about this earlier this week. Yeah, well, I said what we were going to talk about. And you yeah. were like, I've got friends. I was like, this is great. You're the perfect person. Yeah, I, I do have friends who are Trump supporters and they're here no. oh yeah yeah some of my friends out in alberta some of them even some of them here even and i'm just like but like why and i'm and i'm not asking to be like oh fuck you how dare no, you I'm just, I'm just asking like, yeah. why they don't have a proper answer right it's yeah like, no of course i get my news from memes or right. whatever the fuck, whatever they say like, i had you know, a, it's I had just a, friend. a gut feeling yeah i have a friend in toronto uh who has always been into politics and uh, he was running for NDP for years, whether like in smaller, not like running, running for the NDP, but like in that's where he would uh, vote. And that's where he he was like running for various. I think he was running to be MLA for a long time. And then he just kept growing up in the ranks. And then he he just he came down to Halifax a couple years ago and we met up for a beer just to sh- shoot the shit. We haven't talked in a while. Yeah. And he had switched from um he had switched to conservative. He was in conservative now. I'm like, okay. oh, wow, that's that's very strange. It's a full 180. It's very strange, yeah. And so I, 
I think you can get bit by the bug. I lived in Alberta for like a, a better part of a decade. And there was at one point I kind of got bit by the bug. So my buddies were voting conservative. That was before Trump and all, mm-hmm. all this stuff. But I did. I voted conservative once. Okay. I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I don't as, know as I was told, Canadian conservatives are, are kind of similar to like American liberals. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But so, like, well, I asked him, I asked him about like, why are you conservative? And he's like, well, you know, we can, you know, and it was all always, it always, always has to do with the economy. Always. Yeah. It, and that's it. And like, this guy is he's such a sweet soft-spoken, well-educated person that I was very surprised. But, so, but I asked him, I was just like, I'm curious, please just tell me. And he, and he talked about the, you know, the economy a lot. And he was here for, uh, amazingly, and I don't know why they do this, what in, in Halifax we have an annual conservative convention do we really? I, yeah. How do you get tickets? I didn't even know. <laughs> can we right? go? We should do it. We should we do should a live go. podcast. We should go. There. We should totally go. And can we go? Can we do? We should do a film about it. Let's go do it, man. So he Am was I allowed? He was yeah to go. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. I mean, like I, I just wondering. tell them you're conservative, even if you're not. I would do the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just I'll shave. Little... I'll shave my beard and stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going to the airport for right. me. <laughs> shave your beard, be have an extra white accent. <laughs> Good morning. Do you guys have mayonnaise sandwiches here? (laughs) I'm starving. (laughs) (laughs) Just just for reference, so these guys don't get in trouble, I am brown, so I'm allowed to say that stuff. uh, um, (laughs) All my friends are white. Except for, like, I got a couple black ones peppered in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where how where we got here. It's just wanted to say that. Yeah. Just letting you know. <laughs> just for any conservatives out there, because I can just hear the from here. <laughs> All my so, friends are white. So we were at a restaurant, and he was introducing me to his other conservative friends, who were like rude and and kind of just mean. And it was like, okay. And he's like, oh, that's not what they're like, really. Trust me, they're better than this. And we're and then the waitress comes by, and he he stops and asks her like can I ask you something and be honest with us? And she's like, sure. He's like, I've been at this convention, the conservative convention all, uh, you know, for this weekend. And I'm assuming you got a lot of conservatives coming to the restaurant. She's like, yeah. Can you be honest and tell me like, just what were they like? And she's like, um, they were kind of really rude. Like all of them, just really mean and really rude. And just kind of, that's sorry, but that's what it was. He's like, really? She's like, yeah. Did he get her number? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm the nice one. Yeah. I feel really bad for you. (laughs) And we'll we'll get on to other things, but I'll just, let me just end my, this is my confusion with the extreme right. Yeah. Okay. Is whenever I hear uh, extreme rights talk, it always has to do with the economy. And I get it. The economy is important. We need an important economy. We need a thriving economy. We need an economy to be working. I get it. But now and then, there's going to be things that are more important than in the economy. Like, oh, the world is currently on fire, right? And not being racist. And not, or yeah. not being racist. And like things of I that I thought racism was like, over. Yeah, well, oh. it's, I'm sorry to you, inform you. You, yeah. you know what it's like. But it, they always come back with like, oh, but the economy. I'm like, yeah, yeah but school shootings. Yes, but the economy. Right. <laughs> I think, you know, you like, know what it is? It's like, it's like religious people using their holy book to try to win an argument. Yeah. It's right. like, okay, but... At the same time, all this stuff is happening over here. Yeah, but in this page over here, it says that that's fine. It's like, oh, is it? Okay. It's just Malcolm, Malcolm 272 said. Yeah. yeah. Is there a Malcolm in the Bible? There should be. I was, there should, I was there just there wondering. I have no idea. I, I, I would like to see a Malcolm and like a Fred. 
<laughs> Malcolm and Fred, the lesser known disciples. Yeah. That'd be a great yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The re- reject disciples. Fred fourteen twelve. How to fix an eighty six Pontiac? <laughs> oh my oh, god! god. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So basically, and when you just ask for Donald Trump to be the straight up leader oh. of Canada. 31% of Canadians, Canadian conservatives would still like him just to be the leader in general, wow. not just on the economy. That's um, crazy. That is crazy. Which is, 2% of liberals would prefer him to be leader as well, which is weird. Wow. <laughs> but I, I guess you know what that does? It, it doesn't, it's not like, it's not really about Trump. It's It speaks to who a lot of our neighbors are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he speaks their language and we just don't realize how crazy it is out there like there's a lot of there's a lot of shit out there like i tell people this all the time i lived in a small town in alberta okay which is basically our texas where, um, where in alberta did you live stetler actually it was a wonderful town i lived, stetler, in, I lived in calgary for for a few years okay it's a two and a half stetler. hours northeast <laughs> Uh, lovely town. Shout out to Stetler, Stetler Dodge. I love you guys. Uh, that's where I love. That. Anyways, that's where you worked. <coughs> nah, I worked. Yeah, I worked. Yeah. Is there uh, anybody in particular at Stetler Dodge you want to say hi? Uh, yeah, uh, Kelly Hicks and Darren Benson. I uh, love them very much. Uh, hi, uh, Kelly Hicks K- and Darren. Kelly Benson. Hicks is Hello. actually a, a huge part of the reason why I'm not like in jail or or do failure right now. He uh, can we return to that. Oh yeah, no, really. Sorry, let's. Yeah, no, let's, no, no. Sorry, I, sorry. I, I didn't mean return to that. So I, I was doing the words wrong. I mean, can we can we expand further into why you're not currently in jail? Is what oh, I meant no. to say. Oh no! <laughs> oh, is this is just a general. This, is, like, this would be a great time for my in laws to shut this off. Um, <laughs> no, you know, what? I was just I was I was getting into some trouble. Uh, I had like you know, expand. I had, I, had a, I had a I had a crazy I had a crazy upbringing. Like you know, father was an alcoholic. He oh, passed shitty. away when I was young, and oh. I was kind of left all alone when i was now don't don't feel bad for me i'll all right i actually get an erection for some reason once <laughs> um, me too awesome. <laughs> all right the table has risen a few yeah. inches um and so i was still on this path for a long long time and like i never had anybody tell me that i was better than what i was being and he was the first kelly hicks the the owner of stellar dodge and he he'll always be like no 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 it wasn't me and i was like yeah it's it's you dude so yeah he uh he kind of like wouldn't give up on me and stuff like that so yeah wow that's amazing he's the best like he's the best dude in the world sounds awesome yeah you totally skipped over the jail part i noticed no i no, 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 i i got it was like i wasn't selling drugs or anything like that well when my when my kia breaks down i'm gonna drive to alberta yeah fly to alberta because my car was broken down and buy a dodge from him stellar dodge Yeah. yeah Yeah. Just do it. Go Just because he Lars. sounds like an awesome person. Yeah. There's... Oh, he's the man. He's the best. Uh, but where, where were we? Oh, yes. Anyways. Uh, jail. I'm a jail. jail. <laughs> I got into some trouble. Yeah. I got into some trouble. In All right. I won't pry it further. Yeah. Next podcast, though, for sure. So uh, there's also a website. I don't know if you've, I'm going to show this to you. It's uh, canadasupportstrump.com. And it's essentially a website that sells merch and the... The logo is hilarious. It's the maple leaf superimposed on a silhouette of Donald Trump's hair and face. Oh, wow. oh my god! Oh my god! You and gotta it, be kidding! And me. essentially, it's just a merchandise store. Someone's just trying to make money. How much money. is that hat, though? Uh, the trucker cap yep. is twenty five ninety nine. Can you? Hey, I'm gonna give you my credit card. Can you just order me. <laughs> <right now? laughs> it's a, a, a toddler short, a toddler short sleeve shirt. Oh, oh my god! And also a unisex hoodie for so, a, for the tiny douchebag in your family. For the t- <laughs> For the little, little assholes. <laughs> CanadaSupportsTrump.com. Don't go there. Don't buy the products. 
You uh, just gave them a free plug, yeah, my friend. Seriously. Yeah. We're going to get all kinds of free swag now. I <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping uh, Stellar Dodge will send us a free truck. That'd hey, be nice. That'd be great. I've been trying. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like of all of the Canadians, weirdly, I know weirdly. I mean, the Conservative Party has start certainly been moving in the direction of using a similar message into Trump. So Aaron O'Toole, uh, his campaign slogan of take Canada back and Yeah, uh, listen, from, Aaron O'Toole, from- I have to say, um, I know you say take Canada back uh, and I know who you're saying it to. Uh, uh, no, you can't have it back. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's ours now. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to keep it. Yeah. Uh, and, and also he's he, even like they, they, there was, um, I saw some memes going around about them saying about uh, trying to start the thing about Trudeau rigging the election. Of course. All that kind of bullshit yeah, yeah. kind of alternative wow. narrative. And of also they've been cozying up to far-right media outlets like yep. The Rebel and all these things. And conservative MPs have been appearing on this. So they've kind of embraced the Trumpiness far-right kind of element. Well, they saw it works. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But uh, I, won't, I won't say but yeah, actually. I'm going to take that but out. Okay. No, that's right. but was too soon. <laughs> No, um, no one likes early, but um, well, so, <laughs> one example. Has she shower grease? <laughs> Fresh morning, butt. Fresh morning booty. Oh my god! Brought to you by Canadian Politics is Important. I'm so this episode, sorry, Mother. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. She, she does. does. She does. <laughs> yeah, she does. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, Jesse's mom. They live. Your parents live on an island. It is very nice. They do. It's a what island? Mar- I, 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 I oh, say, don't say. I'm not going to say. I was yeah, always going to no, say. No, Alcatraz. Say. Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah, Alcatraz. Yeah, that's where it is. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, do you, any of you know Senator Lynn Bayak? No. no, she's she's a real character. Is she? No. Well, when I say character, I mean, and not. Uh, I say not, doesn't seem like a very nice person. She, she's a senator, but she's she's quite controversial in her position um, on a lot of things, and it tends to be quite far right in a lot of her opinions. Right. But, um, it's hard to get rid of a senator. Um, uh, she donated three hundred dollars to U.S. President Donald Trump's party uh, because she has a second home in New York. Uh, and listed herself as retired, which is illegal. So under the U.S. Federal Election Campaign Act and commission regulations, foreigners are prohibited from making any contributions in connection with any federal, state, or local elections in the United States. She donated to Trump and then claimed it was an error. I don't know who accidentally donate to a, a yes. political party illegally. Yeah. I do it all the time. It's like a three yeah. or four step. In the 90s, I donated to the Ba'athist party in Iraq so many times by accident. Just, yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. so hard. It's so easy to yeah. do. Yeah. Well, you know what? They thank you for that rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like, Reese Waters, whoever that guy is. But I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. That's the funny part. It was an accident. <laughs> I, you know what I find with, um, this is going to be, this is probably going to be a really shitty thing to say. But <laughs> Oh, good. Let's go with it. Just amp like, it up, man. Dial uh, it to 11. Let's go. You see all these, like, uh, the far right is getting, like, very attractive women. Like to, Tommy Laren, what's they're, her name? Tommy, like know. people like that. They, they're on TikTok and stuff, aren't they? Yeah, um, and I think that like, I'm looking her up right now. How oh do, how, yeah, how she, do you spell her name? T O M I L A H R E N 
N U D E P. No, no, never mind. Don't no, no, not the last part though. Um, oh wow, she is very pretty. She's very pretty. Yeah, I I think it's it, it's so crazy how they do that because a lot of their base is like hot chick boobs. Let's listen to what she has to say. I think I really yeah. think that's what it is. Like <laughs> as, as annoying really? as it is, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's basically the the Hooters business model. Yeah. Oh, wow. absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. It is. It's a. Uh, it's. Anybody who the Westboro Baptist Church would whack off to is basically <laughs> who they're going to put on the news. <laughs> but you do find as well, like the um, the way they've like tapped like, a lot of the. I think we need to put like a warning at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, guys. No, don't apologize. All, at all. all of our episodes are labeled explicit. It's fine. So um, this is extra explicit. The, um, the <laughs> sorry, <everyone>. no. <laughs> The last bonus episode we did with John, he was he was doing the voice of Boris Johnson, graphically detailing sex with his wife. So it's it's in a British accent with like what was that? It's kind of it was amazing and incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, and I requested it. it Really, and I regretted it immediately. uh, The whole QAnon thing. A lot of wellness influencers, like people who do like yoga and healthy living, jumped onto the. QAnon thing and got seduced by it because of the whole uh, anti-child trafficking and all this kind of thing. Right, and um, uh, it's crazy how many how many influencers did buy into the whole weird Trump thing. And it's because it, it's it's like no one's on the other side of this argument. Like child trafficking is bad, yeah, but they claimed it as their that's there for it. We're oh. not. I, that's what I'm guessing. If you're not with QAnon, yeah. then you're. For child trafficking is pretty much what they're and, saying. And like I don't eating. know. Like, we, we joke all the time about the people who accuse Justin Trudeau of eating babies. Yes. We actually had an email because we talked about this. In our last oh, yeah. That's, that's great. We had an email about... Uh, First episode of season two, we jo- we did another joke about Justin Trudeau as a baby eater. And um, we had a great email from a listener that said... Oh, this is going to be. This is from a guy called Kevin, and it said, "Thanks, Kevin, for the email, by the way. Uh, If you get that barbecue invite from the PM, please let us know if he slathers slathers the baby in cheese and gravy like a civilized, proper Canadian, or if he dips it in mayonnaise like the disgusting monster some say he is." Thank you. (laughs) And my reply was, "Hey, Kevin, thanks for listening to the show and taking the time to email. If that ever happens, I'll be sure to let you know. Personally, I think he's a power shake kind of guy, getting that hit of blended baby in the morning to power him through the day. Best wishes, Reese." So, oh my god, resends this to me like as soon as I'm waking up and I'm just like, oh, this is this is what's going through my head as soon as I get conscious. I'm having a good he, time. He's definitely a shake guy though. He's, he's definitely, definitely a shake shakes guy. in the that morning. Was my point. Yeah, exactly, yeah. you know. If if he was yeah. gonna consume a baby, it would be in a power shake. Yeah, yeah he's he's drinking power shakes. <laughs> Uh, so, have you guys ever heard? We're making we're making it like a, a, a business model of this podcast to mention Justin Trudeau eating a baby in various ways every single episode. If okay, we can. Yeah, all right. I mean, so, thank you for contributing. You <laughs> got. Hey, listen, not a problem at all. Uh, it wasn't my idea; it was his. Uh, he said power shake, not me. Uh, you know, well, that's a T-shirt. I think yeah. Trudeau's baby shakes. I think. No. <laughs> Now featured a Booster Juice. <laughs> oh, oh Booster Juice, send us free stuff too. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's not a baby shake. Doubt it. <laughs> no baby shakes. Um, and do you know the uh, the agriculture minister, uh, Devon Dreeshen, from, who's a, a, a conservative from Alberta? Yeah, he's my father. Cool. cool. Do you know? Yeah. Well, he's also uh, been a lot of Trump rallies. There's tons of photos of him in Make America Great Hats. Oh, really? He used to go south of the border all the time. Um, and also Candy uh, Bergen. Who's a Manitoba conservative? Hold on, who? Candice Bergen. Candice Bergen. Oh, you mean like 
not the not the TV star Candace from Burden. what's the show? Oh my God, uh, Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown. I don't think so. No, is she a conservative MP? Now? Oh, conserv- okay. I thought you were talking about. No, she- no, 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 no. Okay, this is a conservative MP from Manitoba. That'd be we an just, amazing coincidence. We just destroyed any chance of Candace Bergen never getting work again. <laughs> Although she hasn't been working for twenty years. Yeah. Burn. Let's go. <laughs> this is a different Candace Bergen. Okay, uh, so she was photographed wearing a limited edition Cambo Trump. Do you have a photo? I do. Because like this will prove right now. Oh, if it's the same Candace Bergen or not. There's weird. no way. Limited edition. Oh, that's definitely not her. You yeah. sure? No, no. So <laughs> she that lady looks like straight trash. And the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you get an email, there's limited edition. So when you become a member of the Trump Army today, we'll give you access to our never before seen limited edition camo keep America great hat. In that, the email was in that voice. Was um, it? And uh uh she uh, <laughs> Aaron O'Toole defended her. So oh, he said okay. that um, basically that picture was taken ages ago, or years ago, were his exact words. And also, it's not her hat. Uh, she posed for a photo with it. Um, uh, I think we've discussed this before, where we yes, said, we "Would you, if someone handed you some racist garb like a, a clan hood?" Mm-hmm. take a photo of it and go, it's all right, it's not mine. I was just borrowing it. Someone handed it to me. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. Can I confess something to you guys? Please. If somebody sent me a clan thing, I'd probably wear it for a second. Just, <laughs> just to see how it feels. <laughs> but would you let <laughs> someone take a photo of 100%, you? 100%, yeah. Because and then say, I we're think I would this get on Instagram, away, just let you know. I would get away with it, I think. Um, but I would have to... at the No, I don't know about the picture, but I'd definitely put it on. I'd put it on. So if anybody out there... Um, like a secret, uh, like it's does, just it showed up to your house and no one's else around. And yeah. you're just kind of in your underwear having breakfast and yeah. you're like looking so, at this hat. Yeah. Like maybe... It's, it's if Aaron O'Toole's listening, if you have a spare one laying around, just send it to me. At I just want to see what Klan it feels hat? like. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. asking Aaron O'Toole to send you a Ku Klux Klan hat. Oh, he's got a couple. Got to, right? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> so, uh, and also, um, Aaron O'Toole, so he kind of embraced it. A lot of the messages, yeah. doing a lot of crappy memes yeah. and, about take Canada back and all this kind of stuff. And also going, I'm ex-military. And it was that kind of militarism mm. kind of thing that he really likes to play up. And um, I think that uh, he kind of embraced it. And now Trump has disgusted everyone who believes in a, a democracy. Yeah. Um, he's now backtracking and backpedaling like crazy. Um, and say, saying things like, we're very different, we're not the same thing. Um, I want a strong and diverse Conservative Party, said O'Toole. Uh, that's why I've been reaching out to new Canadians, Indigenous Canadians, LGBTQ Canadians. I don't think he has. He's going to hire a black guy to like, just join him on the podium. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Look at my African-American here. Yeah, yeah. We're friends. No, no, not look at my African-American friend. That's not what you said. You said, look at my African-American here. Yeah. Here. <laughs> Beside me. This is literally it. Just brought it. Are you saying you own him? Yeah. What are you saying? I don't think you're, uh, I don't think you're allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> Pretty sure old uh, old Abe Lincoln put a stop to that, and racism was over forever. <laughs> done, done, done. Like dinner, it was yeah. done. I don't even know what racism means. Yeah, yeah. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Although when I first walked in, Jesse was like, "Are we being robbed?" <laughs> <laughs> Can I have my wallet back? And then, way? yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> because you were racist. You yeah. don't get your wallet. You don't get it back. You don't deserve it. And don't you dare cancel your cards before I get out of here. 
Oh, God. And, and, and it got so bad that he actually had to release a statement on the fact that they're not racist and the fact that they're not like Donald Trump. This is, on, this is really recent, on January the 17th. Uh, and he said, within minutes of becoming leader of Canada's Conservatives, I said that I want a party that we one that welcomes all Canadians, regardless of race, religion, economic standing, education, sexual orientation. I've said that as a prime minister, I govern on behalf of all Canadians. I'm pro-choice. I believe in a Canada. Then blah 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 blah. Basically, just everything he can possibly say to say. I'm modern. I accept people. And it came back to the the last paragraph. If the Liberals want to label me as far right, I don't think the Liberals are. I think most people are. Yeah. Um, they are welcome to try. Canadians are smart and they will see this as an attempt to mislead people and import some of the fear and division we've witnessed from the United States. Wow. <laughs> They're accusing, they're basically trying to do the old double yeah. thing where it's going, accusing your opponent, opponent of the exact same thing that you're doing. That's right. Yeah. Like, like the Republicans accusing um, the Democrats of fixing elections whilst... Trying to right. take, I, uh, wipe off all the. Well, kind of- you know, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. If I mean, like, honest to God, if 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 he wants to be known as all of those things, you know, then fuck it, let's give him the. You, you know, know what? I'm, a I'm, a little, I'm a little easier than that. Uh, I say, if Aaron O'Toole was to make American Netflix available in Canada without a VPN, I'll vote for him. Oh, there I'll you just go. go. I'll okay. just go. I'll go yeah. right to. So him. literally, it. <laughs> that's it. That's just it. Like no, a, that's all. That's all. Just a really, just a yeah. really simple retail yeah. offering. That's it. Refugee <laughs> camps uh, where people are mistreated. It's fine as long as I got my American Netflix. <laughs> right. uh, Do they here. have American Netflix? Who's that? The, the, the people in the refugee camps. <laughs> no. Oh. Come on. I, th- I, think, I think they should have Netflix, You know too. what? I said this I said this to a friend of mine um, last year. I was pretty high. And I said this to a friend of mine. And I said uh, the first leader to say that they will start allowing people like Hulu and the YouTube premium and stuff like that to be available in Canada will lead for a very long time. I guarantee it. I pr- I swear to God, because people are so you know the economy and jobs. And, oh wait, did you say American Netflix? You say American <laughs> Netflix, right? Okay, yeah, I'll vote for you. That's yeah, yeah, I'll do that. That's cool. well, it's like it's like the last election. Trudeau talking about oh, I'll make phone cell phone coverage uh, cell phone bills cheaper. That was literally just that kind of offering. Right, like American Netflix and cheaper phones. It's like we pay so much. <laughs> I know I don't want to get on that whole thing. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a I'm very about to long get fired rant. Up, guys, and I don't want to. Do, no. I genuinely think like phone, phones in, in the UK and Europe are You're so cheap. Him, it would be cheaper for me to co- move, bring my British phone here and call yeah. internationally than it is to have a Oh, it's known around the world. What it's, is a British phone like? Is it like just plaid or like how does that work? <laughs> tweed, tweed, tweed. Yeah, it's covered in tweed. It's got a little leather patch on the exactly. on the corners there. Yeah, you, you unscrew it and brandy comes. Oh out. my god! Is it a little a, pocket for a tea bag at all times? Just uh, no. You got a you have a top uh, just a pocket for tea bags on all your clothes. Oh right, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, <laughs> instead of deodorants, just tea bags underneath. <laughs> have I told you this before about the weird, the unique thing that happens in the UK? So if there's like a big football match or uh, a TV show or something important, um, and there's a break, uh, they have to add additional power to the power grid because everybody goes and turns the kettle on to make a cup of tea at the same time. Wow, no, no fucking way! And the electricity just spikes. That's cool. That's that's amazing. That's neat. It's just everyone's reaction and, and like, yo, I better put the kettle on. That's uh, crazy. When, uh, I, when I was visiting India, um, it was a small uh, village of Panipat, and uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Of course. And, um, party and, town of Panipat. What yeah, is it? Panipat. 
Barney Pat or something like that. I am not even going to attempt. Panty Pat. If that's easier for you. Panty Pat. Pat the panties. And I'd love to see the sign. Yeah. It's gross. Trust me. And shit stains. And at 11 o'clock at night, every night, the power to the entire town shuts down. What? But it's not because everyone's putting on their tea kettles. It's because India's poor, guys. And construction. Oh, yeah. No. Seriously. Construction from the city drains all the power. So every night at 11 o'clock, the whole town uh, has no power. And the surrounding towns, yeah. No no fucking way. And this is like middle class, like a nice place Mm. to live. What? All the power goes away to that. Hold on. No, like this is fascinating. Yeah. Let's just take a moment and kind of live there for a second. And also to recharge uh, the Prime Minister Modi's uh, batteries. (laughs) That old dipshit. (laughs) So like, what what do people do at 11 o'clock? Do they just have the candles ready? Like, do they have generators? They murder. They just start murdering. (laughs) It's the purge. Because it's like, why don't, what else do we do now? We're in the dark. No, No, really. Like, you can get away with it in the dark as well. Hold on to your balls, gentlemen. No, I'm kidding. Um, No, yeah, they pop on candles. They make food uh, on like, you know, barbecues and stuff like that. And they party it's actually pretty fun. It's a lot of fun. I was there. I was a kid. I was like 10 years old when I went. But um, I, I love that because it's a podcast and no one can can see the color of our skin. We have to describe the color of our skin to get away with racism. <laughs> no, no. I think everybody, everybody knew from the start when you uh, massacred uh, Curran's name. Right. Yeah, yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. I, although if I'm talking to somebody on the phone about something and we're going to meet for something and they've never met me before, uh, I sort of got sometimes it's like, oh, <laughs> as soon as they see me, I thought, okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. This is fine. There's nothing wrong with this. Um, and a few times, like people who might find me on Facebook or something like that, I have a picture of my wife and I, and they think it's Karen's to do, and they think I'm my wife in the picture. She's oh, white. Right. Uh, sorry to upset you guys. Um, <laughs> I, I know at least one person out there is like, what did he just say? <laughs> His wife's black. Um, and uh, so when they do, when they meet me, Oh, hi, oh yeah, okay. Yes. Oh, this is okay. This is fine. Yeah. I want, just want everyone to know I am fine. <laughs> this is totally fine. You know what? I hate when I hate this. And I'm. Uh, can I just use this platform just to just platform let people away. Uh, let people know one thing? Oh God, here we go. When you when you meet me, um, I don't give a shit that you love butter chicken i just don't care and it's it's like a way of people i don't know what? i think they, the they're you, like what? are you indian yes i am i love butter chicken like yes that's all we're about so that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's so great we are literally only butter chicken that's awesome it's like literally the <laughs> so least funny. interesting dish it as well. kind of is it yeah. really is it's uh anyways so just if you if you meet an indian person just don't start with that. Just go, you know, oh, neat hat or whatever. <laughs> go with that one there. How many wraps did it take to make that hat? Um, or whatever. Yeah, Keep yeah, it light. Yeah. Keep it light. That's all I'm saying. I once got a hangout. I was making a TV show and I got a hangout for a few days with one of the top Indian chefs in London. And, cool. restaurant, and he made yeah. us the most amazing food. Oh, that and, sounds amazing. But it's all the stories about like... Uh, all, every every dish he had was like a story from his childhood. Oh, and like yeah. he learned what? how to cook from his mother, and like yep. that's and it was amazing. just like oh, it was just it was the food that was and, and I like every time I've I've had Indian food since it's never been the same. <laughs> it's ruined it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just like so. Uh, and I think I think as well like 
um, the British as well. Obviously, Indian food is huge yep. in, in the UK, yeah, yeah. but it's kind of it? it's kind of warped that. and become cool. like. They put currants in it and yeah. stuff like that. No, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Not me. They no, don't no, put no. me in the food, Jesse. No, 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 just, no. <laughs> In case you were wondering. Um, I was very confused. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have family in Reading. Oh, really? I do. Yeah. I don't talk to them, so let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> they listen to the show, though. Oh, do they? Yeah. Well, I forget oh. your names. <laughs> Our names are your family's names. In both. Okay. <laughs> Uh, should we talk about? Sorry, research. Yeah, yeah no, do it's fine. Do your thing. No, yeah, we're taking. We're, no, this is fine. I, we're, I we're did this research for me, not oh, for you. Okay, so. okay. <laughs> this has nothing to do with you. Yeah. All right, I get it. Um, so, uh, do you, are you all aware of Derek Sloan? Derek Sloan. Why does that sound familiar? I don't. I am not familiar with Derek he Sloan. He was running. Is he a wrestler? No, uh, he was running Porter. for. He could be. I mean, he needs a new career now because um, so he was running for the conservative leadership against Aaron O'Toole. And he's kind of seen as one of the hard right, far right kind of conservative politicians. He's not like the Wild Rose Party there, is he? No. From Alberta? No, no, no. He's from uh, um, Ontario. Okay. So uh, obviously they he's courted the, the far right and the whole Trumpiness for quite mm-hmm. a while. And they needed. I like that name, that word. Trumpy. Trump, Trumpiness. Trumpiness. Yeah, it Trumpiness. sounds like something out of a Dr. Seuss book. It does. Yeah, yeah. The Trumpiness of Trump. <laughs> the Trumpiness <laughs> of Trump. <laughs> so, the, uh, so Sloan, Down essentially... Down Trump went. Trumpy, it, Trumpy, Trump. Write <laughs> <laughs> a children's book. Called The Trumpiness of Trump? The Trumpiness of Trump. Oh, my God. Okay. That's a book. We, we can go. put it on a yeah. list of books. And We've got the a list road of books. That, that road he's walking is paved with uh, Mexican kids. Okay. That's... Right? <laughs> no, because he hates them. He does I hate them. I don't. I love them. <laughs> You know, just cancel this right now. Just... <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, we're back. We're back. We're good. So, so Derek Sloan. Uh, so, <laughs> no, but uh, De- so Derek Sloan was basically became the sacrificial kind of. He was. He was like, hey, if we get rid of Derek Sloan, we're making a big. We're making a stand against the far right in Canada. So Derek Sloan um, accepted a donation from a white nationalist. Um, and a lot of people said his name. So this guy is called From. Um, and he... Everyone, uh, what I noticed in the press was everyone was going, they donated money from a white nationalist, but they didn't delve into who the person was that he accepted the money from. Okay. So I, I actually looked it into From's background. So he is the international director of the white supremacist organization. Oh, my God. Which is called the Council of Conservative Citizens. He's the director of several far-right groups, most Hold notably. The, 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 oh, Council of Concerned Citizens? Yeah, the council they all spelled with Ks? Counts, no, the Council of Conservative Citizens, the CCCs. Yeah, they meet at TGI Fridays every Tuesday. <laughs> Split a blooming onion. Yeah. He's, also, he's, like, he's got all these different organizations. The Association for Free Expression, Citizens for Foreign Aid Reform, and the Can- and Canada First Immigration Reform Committee. Uh, in the 90s, he spoke at several Heritage Front events, including a celebration of Adolf Hitler's birthday. No, oh my um, God. A video surfaced showing him standing behind a Nazi flag during the Heritage Front's Martyr Day, and include the rally included shouts from the audience of Zig Heil, White Power, and Hail the Order. And from organized rallies in support of a Holocaust denier, um, and shared stages with uh, other denialist people. 
Um, he was being investigated in 2018 for hate crimes uh, by the hate crimes unit of Hamilton Police after posting on his website the Great Replacement, which is a uh, uh, white supremacist site, basically just defending the the guy who shot 51 people in New Zealand in the Jesus. mosque. Um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> And he said, violence is not the way to go, but our vile elites have made it inevitable. So basically, the worst of the worst. Wow. That's crazy, because if anybody today, anybody today who supports Hitler, it's all about violence. Like, you hate a certain group of people and you want to annihilate them. It's like, other than that, what is, like, why? Why Hitler? Apparently, he painted pretty well. No, he didn't. He didn't understand perspective. But I w- if he painted better, maybe it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, his dogs look like horses, and his horses yeah, yeah. look like dogs. He was kind of a little bitch, actually. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Apparently, he used to like women. To, he used to insist that his girlfriends called him Wolf. What? Just as, call, just as call they me on him. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah that's amazing. That was his, really. Yeah, he like he was he like he was. I think he must have been very insecure. I mean, we probably tell that from looking at him and everything. But uh, yeah, he, he was always trying to big himself up. Was he a short man? I think he was. I think he's so. I think so. I don't know much about him, honestly. I just, I just know what I know, like from movies and stuff. It seems like he's always short. Yeah, yeah. You know? And maybe that's why he was so angry. Maybe. <laughs> you know, girls wouldn't dance with him at the flogging tog or whatever the hell they call it. <laughs> flogging tog. I don't, I don't know what Germans call dances over there. It but, sounds like uh, the local rocking tub. And then he's chugging. like, "I'm going to kill a bunch of people." Like, <laughs> And yeah. now we've gone into Hitler impersonations, folks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, but, I listen, I will never say anything positive about that but, monster of but, but a but human also, being. But also, but also, no, like, no, I wasn't asking you to. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Like, I, no, sorry. Why, the reason I said that is because Jesse passed Guys, me a can note. We, can we at least say something yeah. nice about Hitler? This well, that Jesus. was the note that Jesse passed me. Yeah. I was like, can you say something nice about him? Like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no. So, and I kept pushing it back. It does this all the time. It's crazy. What is this? We'll uh, be talking about Justin Trudeau or Mackenzie King, and I'll just slide a note across it to Reese. Like, can we now? Can we talk about something nice about I, Hitler? And, I think the num- number of Canadians who would support Hitler would probably be pretty mind blowing too. Well, the thing is, that is, would be mind blowing. Yeah, I bet yeah. you would be. I guarantee you, man. Yeah, the sad part be. is, is that now that like there's now that like the living memory of people who were uh, involved in. World War Two, and were also victims of concentration camps and right. all the atrocities. Now that there's less people, that's the scary thing: is that there's no one there to go. I was there. Look at this number on my arm. Or right, you know, right, right. And now those people are vanishing. There's that danger of history being, uh, despite all of the evidence. Right. That doesn't matter to some people. Kudos to Germany for teaching it, though, in schools and all. Like, yeah, they, yeah that's they true. Do yeah. not mess around with no, that. No. Like, they for, they a, while, make for a while sure. they were trying to uh, ignore that it ever happened. Right? Yeah, yeah. it was in like 1948. 49 there that that whole time no i think that uh it's good it's crazy because like that you're not gonna see that in like the u.s no probably not even canada so much like we mm. we did some pretty we did some shit. pretty shit oh yeah but oh, like yeah. they're not gonna say that no no and i think although britain they're you know no, i've seen some things about boiling people is that true <laughs> the, the boiling you, people alive like this way back oh this like drawn and, drawn and quartered. that was the other 30 thing. years what ago? is it like drawn and quartered like live disembowelment oh yeah, yeah oh. that kind of stuff this is they this love is, they love stuff like that oh, jesse <laughs> jesse doesn't like google, google man no i know <laughs> what drawn and quarters is i'm not gonna watch i'm not gonna google it yeah. <laughs> 
I, I tell Jesse, one tab is drawn and quarter, the other tab is human centipede. <laughs> That's my evening. <laughs> but also the people who argue like they, that there's subtleties about Hitler and that maybe maybe he did do some, you know, this pointless even having that discussion because you go, yeah, but there's no way you can outweigh the bad. There's no, you, yeah, go, that's you the, can't go, oh yeah, but he built roads. You can't like, <laughs> build how, does that roads? Out, how does that outweigh did anything? Really? It's, that's the great, yeah, I heard that he opened a door for an old lady at a tavern one time. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> oh, well, erase the seven million people people he murdered it's like it's like the um the 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 proud boys doing a food drive or something oh, go, see they're not that bad they donated yeah. five tins of creamed corn that's funny you know that's a good point yeah, yeah. it's like they're not that bad look they, they it's like don king handing out turkeys at thanksgiving <laughs> he kills people exactly exactly <laughs> like yeah oh uh, good but i <sighs> No, but I, I do worry about the fact that there's no... I mean, you can't make them live forever. It's never going to happen. But it's so crazy seeing the ge- a generation of people who don't really understand it. My, right. my eldest son is obsessed with World War Two, and he loves, really? he loves history. So I'm, I'm kind of like, ah. And we're like, we're like, read about it all the time. But I worry about people who aren't interested in history, what their perception... Say 50 years' time. Mm. Right. When not many, no one has any living memory of World War Two and what happened yeah. and the Nazis. And then they introduce some information. They have no opinion. Yeah, right. I know. Because you look how much, like, you look at, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark and how much, like, even then, like, the Nazis were still so uh, present in people's minds as the bad guys. Right. Even, like, us growing up, I don't remember World War II, I wasn't born, but I watched Indiana Jones. You know what I mean? You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Reese. And, like, yeah, no, there's some recent examples we could look at, like, the, you know, the the current pandemic. And... All these people wondering, like, oh, how long does this last? What's going on? Freaking out about the pandemic as if it's never happened before. Right. When about 100 years ago, 1917, the Spanish flu decimated, decimated millions and millions of people. And people are just now having to be educated, myself included, about this. Like, it wasn't that long ago that the world experienced what we're going through right now and way, way worse. And nobody we're, remembers. We're not built for it. No, I guess. My yeah. uh, my father-in-law came up uh, with, uh, he said something really, really awesome. Uh, shout out to my father-in-law, Paul, like one of my best friends. Hello, Paul. Hi, Paul. Uh, he's the best. Um, and You're my mother-in-law, best. Connie. Hi, Connie. Love her to death. And uh, anyway, so he said, um, because we were talking about at the start of the pandemic, uh, we went to New Brunswick when before things got shut down and Mm. that's where they're at. And and uh, he said, people are not going to be able to handle this because they're not built for it in the way that when back in World War One or when the draft, when the happened, you just had to. That's what yeah. you did. Right. You, did. you left everything you knew and you sacrificed and all that stuff. Nobody's built that way now. No, no, no. no. They're not a, willing to give up. I can't. Oh, I can't go to a restaurant without putting a mask on. That's bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, but also, a, like, yeah, people, there, there was that thing of like people, individuality wasn't necessarily a thing. You were part of a community. You were, oh, I, I work in a coal mine or I... I fix the I fix broken down steam engines and like your identity was part of the community you were in and what you did for a living. Right, people yeah. like my grandfather was a coal miner. No one gave a shit if he wanted to wear a mask or not in a shop. Mm-hmm. He would just would have had to have done it, and he would have done it because everybody else was doing it in his community. Right, and it, it was the best thing for the community. Hundred percent. But uh, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people don't think about that. They think and they're entitled. And they're into- oh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's crazy. I'm. I've been wondering for a long time. Uh, 
if the divide between the extremely intelligent and the extremely stupid has actually been uh, widening over the past number of years. No, but I don't, really intelligent people do very stupid things. Well, they would really well. Okay. Some of the most intelligent people do some of the stupidest things, but they might people recognize that they do stupid things after the fact. If they if they don't, they're probably not that intelligent. Well, no, I, I argue that like uh, there are some really smart people. I was I was reading an article about a woman who fell a hundred percent into QAnon. She had a doctorate. She grew up liberal. She you know she wasn't exposed to any of those things. But she went hard into it and delved into it, and even really smart people fall for really stupid oh, stuff. Oh yeah, there's because like, it's emotional, hundred percent. Like there's because like you look at anybody who's on the extremely far right. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with it, any extremes, a, honestly. Why extreme left yeah, and extreme, extreme left right is very is irritating. As, yeah. I find it, I think extreme right is infuriating, and extreme left is just irritating as shit. Yes. <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. That's true. It's like it, it's. Oh, God, I don't. It's, I don't like being. I like personally. I don't want to be labeled into a group uh you give you give me a, a fairly decent argument for whatever it is you're talking about i'll listen that doesn't mean i'll yeah. agree with it but i'll listen to you right yeah. so like yeah so but if to say like i'm with this group i'm with the, it's that's further dividing that's all that's right it, you, know? you know what the far left and the far right are way more alike than they think right yeah, they're yeah. entitled <laughs> pieces of shit yeah yeah well, if, you, if, if you look on a different spectrum it's just this is normal life and this is people just trying to get on and we're a bit different and yeah blah, blah, blah. and then they go in they're they're on a different spectrum where they're in a group of people who want to transform everything, mm-hmm. and we need to dramatically change our lives. So if you look at it rather than left and right, and just yeah. I enjoy normal life and I accept that this is the reality that we live in, and sure. we need to smash everything apart and rebuild it from scratch, and it'll be better. Then it's yeah, thanks, it's kind Thanos. of the same. I know yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. click your fingers, find click. find all the gems. Yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's nuts. But like uh, getting back to entitlement. So the one <laughs> I have, uh, I have Wi-Fi in my truck. Things are going well. Nice. And um, seriously, and, yeah. Uh, Hello. Oh, you, and, and you can get them in a Hyundai now. Okay. Oh it's wow. It's not a big deal. All right. Um, <laughs> but it kind of is. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, we we were driving somewhere, and my my oldest kid, he's fourteen, and he's like, "Dad, the Wi-Fi is not working." I said, "Oh, the Wi-Fi in the car's not working. What? We might as well cancel this whole thing. Let's just go home." And meanwhile, in the back, he's got like you know the TV screens that he can watch and all that stuff. I was like, right. "Why don't you pop a movie in or something?" He's like, "I was talking to my friend." I was like, "I don't give a shit." Like it's the but I, I can only imagine what's what's going to happen in thirty years. Oh yeah, what are the fourteen year olds going to be like in thirty years? Well, it's all no, exactly. It always. Be- it we, goes back and forth, right? It's it, Dad, we, we there's always, too many stairs in actually, our house. When, when, I, when I was seven years old, yeah. my parents got a tent and we drove from the UK to the south of France all the way to the Mediterranean. Which south sounds, of France? Which ooh, sounds ooh, in, it sounds In a battered old Toyota <laughs> estate car uh, or a station wagon, I guess you call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, you think that would be incredible, but I was my booster seat was too small so i you didn't see anything seat? well i was like seven and like <laughs> this was last year and <laughs> and i couldn't see out the window so i didn't see any of france oh no and i didn't and i didn't have anything to do either because like and you think now kids like you drive 15 minutes down the road they yeah. was like is my nintendo charged right yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's <laughs> i i gotta say i was never in a car seat as a child i don't think i was either 
I just remember my friend. I might have been. I don't remember. My, I'm, I'm going to get an email from my mom. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> my friend's dad was, uh, he was a painter decorator and it was his birthday and he picked us all up in the back in his van and only two kids got to sit in the front and the yeah. rest of us were like all just holding on and sitting on paint tins yeah. and those were the days. You can't Those do that. You can't get away with that anymore. Yeah. So I, I understand what with... Trump was going for yeah, now. Yeah, he can't... just wants to take it now. I don't he's know just if pro-child I... endangerment. <laughs> when you were talking about your, your kid in the back seat with the Wi-Fi yeah. and the TV and whatnot, it just... Yeah, it's... And, like, this is the world they're growing up in. Whether or not we're, we're parenting them in specific ways or not, this is the environment they're, yeah. they're being subjected to. Sorry for the interruption, but we've got a quick announcement for you. It's going to be quick and painless. I promise we'll be right back to the podcast after that. Stop crying. I don't, I don't know if I told this story on our show or not before, but we, my older brother and my nephew, his son, were driving back from Cape Breton, uh, and it was a raining, downpouring, downpouring rain, and uh, we're on the highway. It was dark out. And uh, my nephew and I were in the back seat, and we were playing on dual um, Game Boys, um, Game Boy 3Ds or whatever the fuck they were okay, called. Yeah. Rich kids. You were rich kids. <laughs> I, yeah. It wasn't my It wasn't my Game Boy. It was La, must I be was, nice. <laughs> right? And so like we're, I don't know how they're, con- they're connected. We were playing, you know, Smash Brothers or something. I don't, I don't remember the game. We were playing. And then um, the car starts to hydroplane. And, it, and like out of control. We're driving like, you know, well over 100, like 110 kilometers per hour down the down the highway in the dark in torrential downpour, and the car starts to hydroplane and then starts to rotate through slowly rotate through like 180 degrees, then 360 degrees on the highway while continuing to barrel down 110 kilometers per hour. And I'm like terrified and gripping. I'm like, what the f- oh my God, are we going to, are we going to survive this? Are we going to fly into the ditch? Are we going to smash into a tree? Because once you start hydroblading, the brakes are useless, completely useless. You're just you are like the trajectory you're going is the yeah. trajectory you're going right wherever you ended up and it's like being in space yeah pretty much and so like the car eventually we did a full 360 and then the car eventually slowed down stopped hydroplaning and then we came to a stop and my brother and i got out of the car there's no one other cars on the highway and we're just like <sighs> catching our breath is everyone okay you okay you okay and then i looked over to my nephew are you okay and he had not looked up from his game boy once jesus See, what you know, you know, I have actually have a question uh, to that story. So, you uh, guys could afford Game Boys, but not traction control. <laughs> not a car with traction control. Like, Jesus, priorities, man. Come on, spend the money. On- but I think I think part of the problem is as well is that everyone is everyone is not necessarily raised by their parents. Maybe they are. Everyone's raised to believe, and also um, most people are, and the media gives us the impression and social media gives us the impression and every film and every book ever mm-hmm. made that we're all special and our lives are a story right. and we're the main characters. Yeah. Which I don't think, which I think is a relatively new thing. I don't think, Oh yeah. yeah. You know, you were part of something before you were part. Uh, and now, now we're all our special narratives, you know, what are you going to do with your life and what can you achieve? And, and then we see people who are like, Oh my God, they've got 10,000 followers. You know, know, there's somebody, they're doing something with their life. Meanwhile, they're just depressed and like, yeah, like when <laughs> did, how did I get 10,000 followers? Like, I, when did people get hope? Like, when did that exactly. shit happen? <laughs> why, why, did, when, but you know what I mean? Everyone thinks, yeah, that, no, like, for sure. And because of that, they go, well, this is inconvenient. This is ruining chapter 17 of my story. You know, when, when I when I got <laughs> this is gonna be good when they, when they make the film about my life, this is gonna be a shit, <laughs> yeah, shit scene. I had a, Corinne, Corinne, if they made a movie about your life, who would you want to play the part? 
Oh, geez. I would want someone like, oh, man, that's a great question. That's a great question. I was thinking like Carrot Top, maybe. (laughs) No, no, not him. Whoopi Goldberg, maybe? There you go. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. I like that. Um, I don't know. No? I, I don't know. I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna go with Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, Goldberg. 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 Yep. <laughs> um, That's my nickname for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I would. Uh, I would. Uh, I would definitely uh, not know. I, I want to play myself because if anyone's gonna make a shitty movie. <laughs> It's gonna be me. Speaking of which, you have a television show coming out. Which, <laughs> yeah, I do actually. Who? Thanks for plugging it in there. <laughs> I think um, old Jim Carrey would play you. Old Jim Carrey. Yeah, old Jim Carrey. As in we have to old. wait for Jim Carrey to get no, as he even older. He looks really old now because he's he's done too wow. much. He's done too much with his face. Right, and, it's, um, and it's, he's worn it out. It looks knackered. Worn it out. Yep. It's like so. A who would it be for you, Reese? Like John Just Oliver, John Candy's ghost, John Candy's ghost, or we could dig up his corpse and fill him full of animatronics. That, that'd oh, be disrespectful. That'd be gross. <laughs> I'd rather just his yeah, ghost. Have to have just an imagination. Ghost. Come on now. So who, like, who's his ghost agent? Like, who books that gig? <laughs> I don't know. You want to get all of them? Is this... <laughs> are uh, we are we done with, uh, with no? We're not. Trumpy we're, Canadians. No, no, no we went on this yeah, huge go. tangent. That's what Detour. I would call a mild tangent. <laughs> Reese is going to so, cut the whole thing out. No, no, uh, no. I'll keep it in. It's fun. Um, right. So Derek, Derek Sloan, Derek Sloan, Derek Sloan. Yes. yes. Okay. So he, uh, the conservatives, we're back to him, are we? Aaron O'Toole <laughs> throwing Derek Sloan under the bus to go. Oh, we're not like this. We need to get rid of the far right. We're going to have a purge. Like Stalin used to purge, he's going to purge far right people. Jesus, so Derek Sloan is gone because he took accepted a, do- a donation of hundred and thirty dollars from this person who decides to dress up like a Nazi and does all this kind of stuff. And O'Toole said the donation was the last straw, uh, and the Conservatives have voted to remove Sloan, uh, not for not for one specific thing. That was kind of the tipping point they said, and for a pattern of destructive behaviour involving mul- multiple incidents and disrespect towards the Conservative team for over a year. Um, $130, eh? Is that how yeah. much Civil War reenactors uh, make there? <laughs> but so, per week. I know. <laughs> so they said these, these actions are a, a distraction from our efforts to grow the party and focus on the work we need to do. Events of the past week were simply the last straw and led to our caucus uh, making the decision it did today. But um, uh, Sloan came back with to say this is hypocrisy because and uh, i saw somebody posted this online from the nazi dude uh, is that his real name his, his, <laughs> official, his official title aka nazi dude uh his instagram he, handle. he donated he donated to uh another uh back in 2014 he donated to another conservative he donated 300 dollars to bob de shirt who was bob de shit bob de shirt de shirt d-e-c-h-e-r-t de shirt Deshet, Deshet. Except there's an R there. There's a running, Deshert? there's a running theme. I'm shit at that at French stuff. Uh, oh, are you? He's yeah, horrible yeah. at my wife's French. I'm, I'm pretty bad at it, but I'm he's way worse. Too. <laughs> what I do is I'll, I'll on purpose. Like she's trying to teach, our, like our youngest, she's two. 
uh, French, and she's getting really good with it. So I'll cool. just butcher the shit out of it on purpose. Like I'm like bonjour. Yeah. <laughs> or like she says, like uh, prawn la bain. It's like time to go to the bath, and I'm like, all right, prawn la bains, <laughs> prawn la bains, young one. And that's she says it like that. Ali, Ali. Yeah, yeah. My wife hits me. <laughs> um, and also, he donated a hundred thirty-one dollars to the Conservative Party. One hundred thirty-one. Jeez, uh, uh, um, tips. I know, and it was. Uh, oh, that was on. That was That's just a la- weird number. That was in August it's last year. Strange number, isn't it? Like so, I'm yeah. going to donate 100. Mm, yeah. You know, I can do 130. Wow, I feel like I could do better. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is. That's... I didn't have to dry clean the old, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the old uh, KKK garb today. <laughs> didn't have to wear them because of lockdown. Yeah. So yeah. I'm yeah. saving money. Yeah. So, so he's already don- he donated <sighs> to a different politician who's retired now, but also donated to the Conservative Party last year. So um, they've accepted donations from this person, not just Derek Sloan. So uh, it kind of does, it is hypocrisy yeah. because... Just an excuse to throw a dude out. And, yeah. Because like, really, they, especially among their base, they control the narrative. Anything they say, yeah. it's gospel. They're mm. just going to believe it. So as they try and purge people who have far-right support, they kind of need to purge themselves as well. Yeah. Because uh, they... Uh, it's grab a water. All right. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good, Thanks. So right. it's Jesse just just, just the done. two of us now. <laughs> yep. Jesse's done. Yeah. Jesse's gone. But no, I think uh I, I don't th- I think this is gonna I think Aaron o- personally, I think Aaron O'Toole it won't this won't leave. Ooh, nice ASMR. Uh, um, I don't think I th- I think it, this is gonna hang around his neck. I definitely and I think especially because for some reason we take a lot of cues from the US. If Joe Biden kills it in the next eight months. I think you're. Aaron yeah, what do you mean by kills finished? It? Like, I think yeah. if do you I mean think like his if he dies, rating, if or? His, no, if he murders Kamala Harris, that's yeah. what I'm. No, okay. if, if his <laughs> approval rating just like skyrockets, I think Aaron O'Toole is done. Like, yeah. done, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, also, I mean, that's the he cozied up to it, and like even like, you know, a lot, I think a lot of people there was a lot. I think a lot of people believe Trump might win again. Because there was a lot I've, of there was a lot of like voter disenfranchisement. Sure. There was a lot sure. of voter suppression. There was, um, you know, he had these giant kind of mobs of people with him. You know, the as, and I think a prob- probably O'Toole was betting on the fact that he might win again and wanted to keep that narrative going. And and, he, and it's obviously that's changed. I was terrified he'd win again. I have a friend who moved to New Jersey, and he told me that uh, during voting. There was a group of Trump mobber, Trump people, and they were they were blocking people uh, or like intimidating people to not go vote in this primarily uh, Dominican neighborhood. Yeah. Well, and, hold on. Say that again. What? So uh, a bunch of <laughs> you not listening. Yeah, a bunch of Trumps, <laughs> a bunch of Trump supporters were. Uh, I've had a lot of caffeine <laughs> Intimidating. Uh, Voters in a uh, primarily a Dominican uh, oh wow place Jesus to not go in it's crazy and it was the same with all those votes they were looking to uh, oh. when when Congress voted yeah. and when they were all those votes were from predominantly black neighborhoods right so they were basically the whole thing was purely racial in the sense of they were just trying to discount black votes 100%. Wow. To, to flip the election. That's what wow. it was. Wow. Of course. Wow. And that's why, you know, when, when Georgia flipped for the Democrats there, it's because Atlanta was the last to put their uh, exactly. numbers in. When there's a lot of black voters in Atlanta. You know, I love I, the, I love the fact that Georgia flipped, though. And, oh, yeah. And uh, Nevada and, like, places that you wouldn't necessarily expect. For sure. 
for sure. Like it's it's interesting though that um that to see what happens with because obviously it's like states control the how people vote and everything like that. Of so course, yeah. the rules are also different. But it'd be interesting to see how like the Republicans now are gonna what they're gonna do next because the whole Trump. Trump starting his own political party or saying he's going to start the Patriot Party and potentially split split the right between oh, a hard right and a moderate right. That would actually be great. Right. Which, mm. would, which would be crazy, but but also as well, like, what does that mean? Are the Republicans going to double down on kind of gerrymandering and trying to, like, of course. you know, um, disinf- you know, make it hard for people to vote, essentially? Yeah. And what can, can they just, like, should they should make, like, Election Day a federal holiday so everyone's off work. 100%. I think also... Oh, that's smart. Puerto yeah. Rico and Samoa should be allowed to vote. Yeah, and D.C. Amer- and D.C. in the American election. That's crazy how they can't. Yeah. Because... Oh, they pay tax. They pay tax. No, no, Puerto no, Rico. no tax without I'm, representation. I actually don't know what I don't know anything about this. Can you explain? Oh, Puerto Rico is where Jennifer Lopez is from. Okay, and that's it. No, but they're um, uh, essentially what are they? Districts of the United territories, States. territories of yeah, the yeah. United really? States. Yeah, yeah. they have what? to pay taxes, and and but and they all can't that. vote. They cannot vote. What for the? They cannot vote. Who and, do they vote for? Uh, I guess uh, Puerto Ricans, and uh, they can vote for a governor. I think can't they? And do they vote? For, I think that must be it. their own government. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Like you, whoever whoever it is down but there. But they're paying American taxes. Yeah, correct. And they cannot vote. They're not for, allowed to vote. It's the same, same with DC because yeah. they want DC to be a state, but it's a predominantly black, black city. Yeah, that's right. So it's political. Um, but the funny thing is about Dominican Republic. Oh, and DC, what District Sorry? of Columbia, Washington DC. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. can't vote either. What? They can't. The DC is just like is this kind of like a city state essentially. Yeah. It's not, a, but it, it's not in any state. It's sandwiched between oh, Virginia yes, that's and right. no, Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but they want statehood because they don't have their own national guard, for instance. And but it's a predominantly black city, DC. So it's political because it will always probably vote Democrat in it, for the near for the you know as far as we can see into the future. So, yeah. Um, wow. That's why, because then it would be more electoral college votes. That's it right. Would, it would tip the balance of electoral college votes in, in favor. So it, yeah. But um, that's not a reason not to do it. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's really, <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> it's not a great reason. Um, we, I know we sidelined onto um, uh, American politics, but sure. I was just thinking that. Sorry, yeah. 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 No, no, it's fine, it's fine. Staring at your Canadian okay. politics is boring yeah. T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, Canadian politics isn't boring. Let's talk about America. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the um, Trumpy Canadians. Trumpy Canadians. How do you think the next election will go? Because I know McLean's magazine voted. When is the next election? Well, there's. It depends. We're talking, we're talking Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, they voted uh, Trudeau the most powerful Canadian this year because he's in a minority government, but the opposition parties are too afraid to. For to be, they don't want an election, which puts him in a, a position of strength. Hmm. Yeah. If there was an election tomorrow, who do you think would win? Oh, right. liberals take it again. I think hmm? liberals. Liberals, I think so. I think uh, now that Trump's out, it's like, yeah. I think a few people would be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Just, just calm down. And that was fun. Home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I think Trudeau would take it. Uh, yeah, I don't think Aaron O'Toole, just like Andrew Shear, I don't think he's got it. He just yeah. doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. We did an episode on and uh, Andrew Shear on his <laughs> and I, I just I, I clicked in my head that he's basically 
every time I look at him, all I can see is like a terrible scout leader. That's just what oh, it looks like. Oh, that touches kids? Or <laughs> no, no, just, oh, just, okay. just no, no fun. Your right. brain yeah, goes yeah, to yeah. some interesting places. Yeah, yeah. Well, Andrew Shear, that's one of the things I didn't <laughs> like about him is he looked like he looks, he looks like he kills small animals or something. <laughs> <laughs> you have that weird look to him. Like he has fucked up a squirrel before. Um, I think that, yeah, I think definitely. Uh, I, think the liber- I think the liberals will probably take it in the next one. Um Unless uh, old Jugmeet Singh, is, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about him. He's, 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 he's it'd be great for the NDP to, to take it. I, I wouldn't mind that. He's too cool to be a political leader. He's too leader, cool. Yeah, he's, he's pretty cool. He's a yeah, pretty I cool like him dude. A lot. Um, he's been texting me nonstop. <laughs> he's like, represent us well. And I said, no. <laughs> uh, I've, I've run out of stuff to talk about. So it's just for just free, 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 form, free, free form. form, funkified filth. Have yeah, you ever yeah. heard that song? No, no. Sing it for Buddy us. Miles and uh, Carlos Santana for 27 minutes straight at uh, Alapalooza, uh, or what was it? The Alapalooza, the one that I was probably conceived at. Anyways, <laughs> um, they they just their bands got together, Carlos Santana, Buddy Miles, and for 27 minutes straight, just made it up off the top of their heads. No way! Probably the most brilliant music you'll ever wow. hear. Wow. Oh, amazing. Oh my god, it was amazing. Like both bands drummers, the guitarists, the ba- everybody, it was amazing. Wow. It was so good. It's on uh it's on uh Apple Music and Spotify, I'm so probably. Okay. <laughs> I, I would know. play it. But I don't think we have the the rights. No. Oh no. yeah, no. But, but what we might have the rights to play, we don't know, is the trailer for your television show. <laughs> 100% you do have the right to sure, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, what we'll do is we will Bell might disagree with that. But yeah. we'll oh find no, out. they they love it. They love it when I put it up places. Oh, oh okay. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We if you send it to us, we will put it on the social media to over 300 people. Holy God, guys. That's the only reason I did this. So the weird thing is, and this is, happens a lot with the podcasts that I've experienced and a podcast as I know is that even if you do have a big audience on the podcast, you have some, sometimes hardly anyone on social media because you don't right. necessarily associate the two things. As, you might go That's right. Get, you might, you're, you're, you're offering two is things. really, a really, really weird beast. It's its own weird kind of bubble environment where you don't you really don't know how to find other people who listen to podcasts right like put it on yeah. social media put it on instagram like well do they do they listen to podcasts as well as go on instagram yeah. well put it on a facebook group well we don't know if they listen to podcasts like it's its own really bizarre and there are hundreds of millions of people out there who a have never heard of a podcast and b don't and they've heard of it but they don't know what it is right, right? it's it's a weird weird world to be i gotta say to. i this is a lot of fun this is actually the first podcast I've ever done. No way! Yeah. What? We, we broke your cherry. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Woo. High five there is. Yeah. That's what I'm my face what, right now. What's the? Uh, do you remember the demolition man high five? Yes. Oh my god! You ready? I, I don't remember. You remember? Don't you, you, you stop and then you do this? Oh yes, yeah. that's right. So I, you, I, you I, do a high five I, and you stop about a foot away and then you rotate your hands. Did we ever find out what the three C shells were? You just you just scrape it out. Yeah, scrape it out. You crack with the edge of the shell. And then what? And then leave it for the next person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you just smash the shells on the yeah. floor. Yeah. Like, what if one broke as you... Were... I, I want to watch that film now. That film was great. I loved it. Do you know they're remaking it? <sighs> no. Oh, no. I know. There's no originality anymore. I'm going to say nah. it. I don't know if I that's going to... I watched the remake of RoboCop, and I was like, oh. It was not yeah. good. 
Lethal, um, Lethal Weapon 5 is coming out. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm actually excited because I'm excited. it's Danny I, Glover and uh, oh, what's his name? The bet your racist Mel, Australian. Mel, the uh, racist Australian. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. <laughs> that's the one, yeah. It but sure have, is. Have you seen the Santa Claus movie he's in recently? No. No? Mel Fat Gibson? Man. Yeah. Fat, it's called Fat Man. It's, am, it's amazing. No. It's, it's so good. So basically, <clears throat> these <laughs> the, the, the story is just these two filmmakers. These two filmmakers had this. They were they made some short films, and they were pretty, some pretty decent short films. But they, you know they're short films, and and then they wrote a script about Santa Claus. If like how do I put this? Okay, it's it's as if Santa Claus was real, right? And he has elves and a workshop, but it's a drama. It's an action drama. Right. What? It's not a comedy, nor is it like a fantasy family fun sort of thing. No, no. It's like it's a what if it was real and they had the everyday troubles like we do. And it's just like, and yeah, it's it's dark and it's gritty and it's a little fun. But like it's yeah, it's they take it serious. And and Mel Gibson is Santa. it's Mel Gibson is Santa. It's called Fat Man. So it's really funny. They, these two filmmakers, they made some short films and they wrote a script called Fat Man and and they kept bringing it to producers and they say, we want to direct this. And the producers are like, this is a really this is a really good script. We are not giving you $20 million. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Start, yeah. so, start smaller guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. And they just kept pushing it. And I don't know how, but they managed to somehow get the money to make it. And then pandemic happened. And of course, like it's, they just lost it. 20 million for 20 million. I will make 17 <laughs> Avengers movies. No problem. But it's, it's, an, it's a really, Hulk? it's a really fun 100%. film. If you guys can find it, it's Mel Gibson is Santa Claus. I will Claus. look that up. Yeah. It's, I will it's a, look that it's up. It's a fun time. I'm one of those people who can't watch Christmas shit. Oh, I'll, Christmas you, I'll, tell you the, I'll give you the brief synopsis. Just no, to, he's going to tell us the whole goddamn no, 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 movie. Here we go. Yeah, so, inst- instead, but, can I tell you my idea for a Christmas film? Well, can I? Oh, I wanted to. Are right, you telling this time? You, was, all right, you, you, I'm excited. You, you remind us of somebody else's work, and I'll, I'll <laughs> and then tell you about my original creative idea. Santa <laughs> gave this rich kid some coal for Christmas. The rich kid's all pissed off, so he literally hires a hitman to go and kill Santa. Okay, and and this is and Santa's prepared because this is not the first time he has had a disgruntled person try to kill him, and they have like a gunfight, and it's you just got to so that's that's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on a second. You meet a hitman wherever you do CD motel, whatever. It's like listen. All right, so uh, who's the mark? Santa, get the fuck out of here! What are you talking about? Did you say Santa Claus? You dumb shit! How old are you? It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> tell I us, can't tell wait to watch your it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you know the fact that like people go, "Oh, there's an elf on the shelf. He's watching you. Santa's watching. Behave. Mm-hmm. All this kind of stuff." My idea was that Santa uh, got pissed off at how bad everyone was, and it basically installed a uh, kind of a police state. Where he's constant <laughs> surveillance, and if you end up on the naughty list, it's like being sent to a gulag, where you have to work building toys. What's so a, it's oh, an alternative reality where Santa, that's dark. like a, a prison camp. Oh shit! It's an alternative reality where um, everyone has to be nice and friendly all the time, and the minute you're not like nice, super nervous he knows. about it. And then you're on the naughty list, oh, and then you're taken to up. make toys for the people who are good. That's you got fed up with people having free will and inspiring them to be good. That you enforced goodness. Can I? Can I? That's I just, my, my idea. My, my, I love it. <laughs> my brain's turning, and I, gears are going, and I've got some ideas to throw into that pot. Do you want to hear? No, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> <never mind. laughs> 
You can throw some ideas in if you want. No, no, no. He didn't have any. I didn't. No, I did. I did. I did. We're you thinking John Candy's ghost for the exactly. uh, animatronic <laughs> corpse, yeah, man. Yeah. Come on. Come yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. So the AI has taken over the world, right? But they don't want to kill their creators. So they just, they keep us as pets. But they also don't want to, like, manage us either. So they look through the records of, like, how did humans manage themselves? And they find all this lore about Santa Claus, right? And they're like, oh, Santa must exist. All right. So we'll create this little tiny, like, AI that's self serving and he'll be Santa Claus and he'll look after the humans, our pet humans, while we go off and do AI robot things over the side. And that's where your idea comes in. That's why Santa Claus is so crazy and kind but, of... My idea why he went crazy was that a, a, a predator drone wiped out his reindeer. <laughs> and he was like, the world has gone mad! <laughs> but your idea is good too. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually staring at Jess the whole time he's talking. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> His hands are going. I have a friend who would love to make that. But, it, but his commentary on the surveillance that we tell kids exists when their kids yeah. are not being good. And he's implanted in their heads the idea that they're always being watched. Yeah. And right. their behavior has to be follow along social norms, which I don't think is healthy. Yeah. I think Elf, I think Elf on a shelf is a dick. Well, yeah. Oh, I, we and don't allow it in our house. It's a lot of work. There's no Elf on the shelf well, in our house. We, we, right. cut, we actually cut short how long he was in our house for because he had to quarantine for two weeks before he was allowed to be in the house. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we just told our kids that ours, he got AIDS and he died. Oh, my so. God, man. <laughs> nothing quite like giving kids a dose so of... skinny. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's nothing quite like destroying whimsy with a dose of reality. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. No, we won't allow it. We won't allow... Uh, oh we won't allow the uh, elf on the shelf in our house. It's foolish. And I, I, I had this thing with my wife. She's like, well, what present's going to be from Santa? I'm like, just the stocking. I want them to know that daddy and mommy work really hard. And they buy these goddamn stupid <laughs> fucking gifts. Oh, that's smart. It's like, it's like, it is. It's like that's kids, really smart. It's like when kids is. break something, they go, oh, you broke your thing. Yeah, Santa will bring me a new one. Kind yeah. Christmas is fine. And also, I mean, like, for because I grew up poor, and it was like, how come Santa got that motherfucker like a new whatever the hell and I got socks? Because he loves rich kids more. He yeah. loves, he loves, I mean, he must. He must. They racist. I like how this episode is about the far right and the conservative party. Yep. And we've spoken a good solid 15 minutes about Santa. Yep. And alternative Santa films. This might be the greatest episode of a podcast ever. Any podcast, anywhere. It's certainly the longest we've ever done. That's oh, no, it's not. it's not. It's not? No, no. What? How long? Our was longest it? episode we ever did was with... Um, uh, not Jonathan Torrance. That doesn't count. No, it's not with live, Jonathan Torrance. Live stream. I think the longest episode we've ever done was with Sick Boy. Oh, wow. That was that was an hour and a half, wasn't it? No, it was only two hours. That was two hours. I cut our version down to be an hour and a half. Oh, wow. They did the full two hours. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> So how long is this going to get cut down to? I'll probably 15 minutes. No, no, no. 15 <laughs> minutes, yeah. The, so uh, I'll talk about this after. This is admin that we the listeners are. <laughs> Should we end the episode? Yeah, yeah. Why not? All right, yeah. cool. All right. So okay, if, cool. People wanna get, uh, if people want to follow you or whatever you're promoting, yeah. you know, where would they go? On Facebook, uh, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, 15 Cornwall Productions. 15 is spelled out. Um, we have an amazing crew, uh, Linda Mayan, Cassidy McCarthy, and Daniel McKenzie, Jacob Pugh, and Nidhan Kumar. Uh, they are just 
they're the best crew in the world. And, and if, uh, if they were to go to, uh, say, TikTok, Twitter, or Instagram, pick one of these things that you can remember something fun that you can describe right now that they can go and find and check out right after well, this my, podcast my, is over. My TikTok is uh, Chaos and Mayhem. There is a lot of crazy. Actually, I had a TikTok account with like over 100,000 followers and I got banned. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so I started one back up and. Uh, uh, and now we got a good amount of followers under 15 coral, but there's a lot of me like bothering my wife, um, <laughs> bothering my kids, saying stuff that All right. is even worse 15 than Cornwall Productions, 15 Cornwall Productions TikTok for some insanity. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Go check it out. Uh, and, and tell us about your television show that's coming out. So we decided uh, like morons to make a uh, travel show in the middle of a pandemic. In Nova Scotia. Yeah, which was foolish. And then Bell uh, graciously said yes, which was foolish. And now we're making one. Um, so, yeah, we just traveled. We're in the, the middle promise. of it, making it right we, now. Yeah, we, yeah, so right now we're on hiatus because, you know, the pandemic got, you know, a little little wonky there and, and the restrictions and all that. And we don't want anyone to get sick. So, um, yeah, we just traveled the province looking for cool stuff to do and hoping we don't get kicked out of places. Um, I want to, uh, on air here, I'd just like to apologize to, um, oh, what is, oh, I forget the name. In Cape Breton, what's that national park up there? The old, uh, the old uh, fort. Oh, um, oh, come on. Guantanamo Bay. Yes, that's the one. What? Um, no, the, the fort in Cape Breton. Oh, my God. Why? We Just went not there. Fort, not Fort Lewisburg. Yes. That, I don't yeah, think yeah, that's Lewisburg. in Cape Breton. I think yeah. it's on the way to Cape Breton. No, no, no that's I, in, I, that's I, in I typed Breton. in Fort and Fortnite came up. No, uh, yeah, for, uh, Lewisburg. Okay. So uh, we can cut the part out where I didn't remember what it's called. Um, no, we'll keep it in. <laughs> I want to apologize. I want to apologize to Lewisburg. Um, for our shenanigans, we got what in a little you, bit what? of trouble. Uh, in in what Lewisburg. did you do? Uh, so in Lewisburg, they have actors uh, that uh, mm. play historical reenactments. Yeah, play people from the 1760s who landed here. So uh, oh, that is that is lots, very much in so, Cape Breton. I'm looking at it right yeah, now. Yeah. Yes, sorry. So <laughs> yeah, so they 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 play people from back in the 1760s who landed here. So obviously, plenty of blacks and Hispanics. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. They're all white. And we. We they didn't the actors didn't realize that we were a comedic show, so everywhere we'd oh, go no. is we'd be making jokes or doing this and stuff like that, and then they would be like, "Where's the person who's supposed to be with you?" And they're not supposed to break character the entire time. We made like six different people break character. What? Why? How? What do you mean? Okay, uh, for example, <laughs> I'll give you one. Oh, it's, it's it's in an episode, um, and. So we walk into this uh, old 1700s house. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And by the way, if I recommend taking your family to the Fort Lewisburg. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous place. I'm unbelievable up there. And we walk into this house and we're walking through all these exhibits and we get to this lady wearing a big puffy dress and she's playing this piano that sounds like a harp. I don't know. White people were crazy back called? then. There. What? No, no. It's like a piano. But it sounded like a harp. Is that what a harp's chord is? No mm. idea. I have no idea. But it was old. It was. Was it a, a Casio? What's that? Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a Yamaha actually. Um, and she's playing this, and so she, I I asked her. She's telling me that this instrument would be played at uh, homes of people of note, like uh, you know, people who are higher up, like generals or this or whatever. And uh, at, at fancy parties. And I asked her, I said, 
would I be invited to one of those fancy parties in the 1760s? And she kind of, she knew exactly what I meant. I, as a non-white, would I be allowed to walk into one of these parties? She goes, well, I guess uh, it depends on what kind of party you were looking for. And I said, ah, you know, one of those weird eyes wide shut weird sex parties kind of thing. And she stands up and she says, where is the person that's supposed to be with you? And I'm like, he's, and we had ditched him. And so, anyways, it was chaos and mayhem. It was, gonna, please tell me that you're going to keep that in. Please. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's yeah, yes. And uh, there's a clip oh. of the trailer I won't tell you. You guys saw it, but there's a, there's a part at the end of the trailer where I'm talking to a gentleman. And I think you guys remember the conversation. That was real. That was a real conversation I had yeah, with this guy. Yeah, yeah. There was, we did not. Seriously? We didn't plan any of this. Nothing was planned in the Amazing. show. Uh, except for a couple of the, the intro shots. Other than that, like all of the people we speak to, it's all real. It's, uh, it's just, it's awesome. Wow. But it's so much fun because this province is, I, I know, it's the longest setup to a fucking show. No, I mean. <laughs> um, this province is incredible. We went through way too much shit last year. I think we're all, we all know what we're talking about, not just COVID uh, with the with the shooting in, in Puerto Peak. And I was like, mm. how do we make this province just goddamn smile, man? Let's, you yeah, know, yeah, let's yeah. do something fun in our own province. And that's what we're doing. And it's a riot. We are having a blast. Fun, we're just tearing apart the province and having a blast, making friends everywhere we go and enemies in Lewisburg. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that kind of production where you mix comedy with like real people is so, so much fun because yeah. it's so unpredictable. 100%. Um, and I used to do uh, a, a comedy show, and we actually, the, the last show with John, John was on the show, The Unexplainers, and The Unexplainers was a, a comedy mystery road show where we just drive, we'd road trip around solving mysteries. That's awesome. But like mysteries you could never un- solve. That's why it was called The Unexplainers, because right. we would unexplain things, which meant we never got <laughs> to any resolution. Um, and But what we'd find was we were kind of, we we'd we go and meet people who had seen UFOs or had like I saw a UFO and I lost time and there was a woman who's like and they abduct me and they take me to the intergalactic UN and all this kind of stuff you know <laughs> so you, because we had two comedians obviously you you when you're talking to people you can't uh, when you're talking to people who believe in flat Earth who believe they can psychically sure. communicate with Martians yeah. you can't you know you can't go there and just make fun of them to their face or anything like that and, right. and we didn't want it to be wanted to be kind of inclusive of course so john what john would do he would be even weirder than they were and say weirder <laughs> things than they would oh my and then, god i've been and, saying that for years and then, the only way you can like, exactly you, can, you can't <laughs> logically argue with a crazy person you can only out crazy them yeah. well, and, and then and then mike <laughs> the other presenter would just apologize to them for how silly he was being yes please tell me your story don't ignore his rubbish and it worked so <laughs> That's well great. and we did it for like four seasons and we could speak to people who'd seen bigfoot people it didn't matter lake monsters and because they had that dynamic the person always felt safe because right. the skeptic was kind of like siding with them right um and they always kind of had a good experience and were happy with the end thing because they got that John was just being a bit silly and saying crazy stuff, but it was in a, then the other person was being sympathetic and, yeah. you know, so it worked really well, but it's, wow. it's always, it's always so like, it's like the adrenaline pumps in those situations. Sure. You don't know where it's going to go. You don't know what's going to happen with it. That's, you know what? And as a, you know, I, I, I can speak, I think for a few of my comedian friends, when we think of something funny, 
we have to say it yeah. or it'll drive us mad. Like it drives me mad. Oh, it, it doesn't matter what kind of, a lot. oh my God, <laughs> doesn't matter what setting I'm in. Um, and uh, kudos to my in-laws for just, they're the most incredible human beings. On, I swear to God, they're the best because they just, they love it. They love me for me. They don't want me to be anybody else. So, you know, if we're at dinner with like a bunch of people and stuff that I've never met or, or whatever it is, and I think of something, and my wife knows when I'm thinking of something because I'll just kind of go like this, and she's like, "Oh shit!" She lets me have my crazy. Uh, I have to say it, and if I don't say it, I'm sour for the rest. Really? Of the, oh yeah, you I missed get, an opportunity I'm, to like get oh, it out there. That's yeah, the yeah. thing because laughs are like crack. That's what it is like drugs to me. That's really what it is. Not I. Just, I just want. I don't want to offend anybody. That's not what I'm out to do. But yeah, you're out to but, fend, like feed your crack addiction. Oh my god, I have to. But yeah, if I if I think of something funny, or like if I'm somewhere and someone tries to shut me down for hey, don't say this. I have a few people like that that try to do that. Yeah, that's the, but you do the opposite. You have to say it. I then. have to, yeah. and now I really have to say it because fuck you, you know. But yeah, no, I get that. So with that show, like I I wouldn't be able to do that do that show because I would. Oh my god! Because it, it's hard, and it is a real tightrope. And a lot of it was in the editing. Sometimes, yeah. I think in the editing, we could have pushed it one way or the other, and everything like that. But um, doing like having comedians interact with real people and shooting it like a documentary, yeah, it's just the stuff that you never expect is going to happen. You, you, right. you, the stuff we used to get was way better than if we'd written it, yeah, because we don't we'd make assumptions about what was there and what the people were like and everything, and, and yeah. if we cast it with actors and everything, but. I just loved the spontaneity of it. And you ended up doing really stupid things. So and now that we've talked about the unexplainers for 25 minutes, what is the name of your show, Karun? <laughs> <laughs> I was just related. I, it's actually the unexplainers. I guess we have to change it now. But um, It's called Road Trip with the Brown Cowboy. Now, guys, Which I'm going to tell name. you something. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, sure. I, uh, I wanted to just call it Road Trip. Uh, because uh, the Brown Cowboy was like this online thing I had going and I'm trying to because I, I feel as if I'm better than that. So I'm, now I'm trying to get away from it. So I, I think Bell is aware that if we do a season two, we're dropping the Brown Cowboy. <laughs> I just I'm just like because when you put a name like that. Instantly, I, I swear to God, like sometimes if I'm if I'm doing comedy or if I'm doing whatever, there's people who look at me like, oh, my God. He's gonna do the Indian voice, and I'm like, no, I'm fucking not. Actually, I'm not gonna do it. So, um, so I'm just trying to get away. It's it's like I'm brown. You can see it, you know. But uh, yeah, that's what it's called: Road Trip with the Brown Cowboy. I'm I proud of the show. I am I proud of the that's show. That's what you were saying. The name of the show was for a second. I'm brown, and you could see it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, right, Jesse. season two. Hey. I'm brown, and you can see it. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> I like the kind of pose you did there. You like, like that? A, yeah, the, a 90s poster. Yeah. Cool dude Stand-up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> or whatever. That's always the thing as well with comedy posters. They, oh, my they God. Are, you yeah. have to do grumpy or over-the-top crazy yeah. arms in the air and yeah. eyebrows yeah. raised up. Yeah, I refuse. I won't do it. I'm not going to do those. I'm not going to do those. <laughs> those ones. 
like grabbing a mic and be like, is this a hot dog? Or whatever the fuck they <laughs> like, do. With like yeah. an infl- inflatable parrot on your yeah. shoulder or something. And like, you're like, what's that on my shoulder? It's like, How, they won't know it's a, a comedy without you being a dick. I know. <laughs> like, I know. That's why I love Dave Chappelle, man. He's the coolest. He just does his thing. I love the fact that even he can stand up against all smoking laws and regulations. And oh just my smoke God. On stage. He is, in my opinion, Who's gonna he's the coolest <laughs> fucking guy in the world. He's like, he's my idol. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's yeah. Really, um, so you I, should book him. Uh, yeah, if you yeah. have his number, I'll, I'll we'll gladly call uh, him up. You know? yeah. no, no, I don't. Have it. So this this podcast will probably come out long before your show is. So uh, our listener, yeah. if you have a piece of paper and a crayon handy, as yes. you usually do, what like when would your show come oh. out? Do you think you're in the middle of shooting it still? So. Yeah, right now we're on again hiatus until the spring. Okay, uh, and uh, I'm right now. I think tentatively, hopefully, mid August. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. not bad. But if you follow 15 Cornwall Productions on Facebook, go. you're going to get all the updates and, and a bunch of other crazy stuff and that we do. And sneak previews? Sneak previews, wow. new trailers, uh, and uh, everything that we're up to. Yeah. Are you doing any merch? No. We no. sold we sold a t-shirt and a sticker yesterday. A st- oh, really? We have stickers? We have stickers, yeah. What the fuck? I, <laughs> I felt like... Hold on, what was, hold on. What was the sticker? Uh, I'll find out now. It we was, a, it was a maple leaf on Trump's hair or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we sold a sticker. I'm all proud. We, I wonder uh, where that sticker's our going. Best, our best-selling t-shirt is Ride the Shiny Pony. Amazing. Uh, Whoever bought... Where do I buy that? Where do, where do we buy that? CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com. So somebody bought a t- the Manitoba Knights t-shirt. Fucking yes. And two Manitoba Knights stickers. Oh, my God. Okay, wow, so wow. whoever you are, uh, you must be listening, because there's no there's no way you're not listening to the show. Please take a photo of the sticker. Yeah. I think they shut it off at, like, marker 23. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wherever you can send the, it to us, and we'll yeah, put it yeah. up on, or just tag us in your, your Instagram, which probably has way more followers than we do. I, so. we, we do have a trickle of people buying merch, which is mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great, though. I love this. I, the I way, gotta the say, way we this is a riot be, for me. I, I'm, having, I'm, I'm, having I'm, having, I'm having an absolute blast. I really want to thank well, you. We, we, deliver, we deliver our, like, weekly show every Monday, and it's around 20 to 30 minutes long, and then if we have a guest, we're like, fuck it. If they want to listen, the, the, an hour and a half long of us having a guest have at her. Our regular show is coming out on Monday, regardless. Right, right. So this is this is a bonus and a treat for some people and an absolute nightmare for others. Yeah, so like yeah. some people won't listen. But <laughs> yeah, you know, that's I'm going to make like my family listen to it. I'm going to the whole thing. <laughs> Like, like tie them to chairs yeah. and like put headphones on them. Because I'll send uh, I'll send the link to like I'll send the link to my in laws and but I'll say don't play it until I'm there so I know. <laughs> and I'll sit and just there. stand there like make stand them, there. like stare into their eyes yeah, while they yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah. And then when there's a joke, and then I'll pause it. Did you find that funny? Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, so uh, my uh, uh, my father in law, my mother in law, uh, very much into politics. My father in law, career politician. Um, for the Liberal Party, really, and uh, and so I I for totally forgot after you reached out. I should have called him and it's just like, have you listened to this yet? Because I bet you he would love. Because I've listened to a few of the episodes now, and he would, they, him and my mother in law would love this. He's, oh, he's a politician, yeah. you say? Uh, yeah, he he's a he's a judge now. Oh wow, uh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, I hit the jackpot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> needed that security. Give her, <laughs> that give her, security blanket. Did you ever call him the judge instead of dad? 
No, no, no. Just no. no just, just, just judge Paul. dad. Judge dad. Just judge dad. <laughs> uh, shout out to <laughs> them. Shout out to the Duffies. They're the best. Can, can you make a, a trailer for Judge Dad, which is yeah. like Judge Dread? <laughs> <laughs> Who ate the last piece of cheese? <laughs> uh, uh, hi, Judge Dad. Yeah, hi, Judge Dad. He's uh, yeah. They're the best. They're they're like my best friends, man. Aww. You know how people will like I. I find it crazy, like, you know, contrary to terrible 90s stand-up comedy, your in-laws can be pretty goddamn cool. Yeah. They're, they're pretty good. Like, do you get along with your in-laws? Or? Yeah, yeah, no, I do. I, yeah. I think, like, I, very different personality types, but that doesn't stop us from getting on. Right. It's fine, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... I, I and I, thankfully, am not married. No, actually, are you single? I am single. You are single. Yeah. How old are you, Jesse? You're I am Jesse. turning 42. You're turning 42. Yep. You He's are. He's got loads of kids. He's just never met them. That's oh, true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2009 was a crazy year for me, too. Um, yeah, well, that's good. Are you, do you live in the city? I'm going to interview you now. Sure. Oh, that's you, interesting. Do you live in the city? <clears throat> I do live in the city. Do you live in the city? So, Jesse, um, and uh, men, women, uh, which one are you women. into? Women. Uh, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Females. Females. <laughs> Females. Uh, Jesse is very handsome. I know no, you can't you, uh, you can't see it. Uh, and, I, I would not uh, consider his, myself and, handsome this year. And I, his <laughs> voice would uh, lead you to the contrary. But he is very, very handsome. He's got the long, wavy hair. If there, if He's there got are, the Ricky Gervais uh, black T-shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> or Simon Cowell. Yeah. I have nothing but black T-shirts in my closet. Just, yeah, uh, if, if you're a single woman and you'd like a piece of Jesse... No, then just email mail, the show. Just email toe. the yeah. show, guys. I mean, yeah. you know, Can I am single and ready to mingle, yeah. ladies. <laughs> uh, I th- yeah, I think uh, this has been a very yeah. fun episode. Okay, <laughs> a very weird yeah, episode. Yeah. Very strange. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, no, it's hey. good. This is. I, I I do like the unstructured ones because usually. I mean, I got a thing in front of me, and I'm trying to follow it, and and, yeah. and everything. And it's quite nice to go off the beaten. Path. Hey, uh, I've always wanted to. Do a pod? Yeah, my God, it's fun. Like this is this is like maybe you should have your own. I would love segue to segue oh into God. Reese's business. Yeah, yeah, my my business. <laughs> is this a plug for my business on the? Yes. On the- yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You know I should. I should use this podcast as a promo. Why? Business more. Why not? You? Man, I'm like, like crazy. Reese has a, Reese has a, a business. Yeah. where he helps other businesses start a podcast when they don't know how to start a podcast. Okay. Yeah. So, so he's so, like, hey, do you want a podcast? I will help you have a podcast. And he's like, very good I, at it. I would like to have a podcast now, Reese. How do we like? That will be six million dollars. Ah, shit. <laughs> He can pay it in installments. Oh, let me call my father-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Judge, Dad. Judge, Judge Dad. Dad. <laughs> oh, uh, cool. Well, this has been fun. This has been fun. We will have you back for another episode. Anytime, guys. Any Anytime. Absolutely. Yep, this was super this fun. Was so much fun. You should have me on your television show. You That's, guys are more than welcome to join us at any location we go on. Absolutely. I actually didn't think that would work, but I'll do it. 100%. If, you have, if you ever want us to just do something, I'm up for that. Because just fun. come on down. Like we're a, we're not one of those. Yeah, come on down. I would. 100%. I would I'll let, let you guys yes. know. Maybe, when we maybe start it should be a group. If there's a group activity that you can do in Nova Scotia, you need multiple people. We'll come and make the numbers up. Actually, we're looking at uh, going back to Cape Breton since we ruined it the first <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, please. That'd be. All, I mean, we have a riot and yeah. uh, we. Well, 
Thanks, Bill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's 30% of the budget just eating well. Hog, hog <laughs> they didn't know that until now. <laughs> Mobile hog roast quality around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it was super fun having you on the show. Thanks for Thank you guys. Thanks, so much. Thank, Thank you so, so much. Really appreciate yeah. it. Right. And uh, go to 15 Cornwall Productions. <laughs> and uh, social media for we'll promote it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 but- What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.